What was your favorite Christmas present you've ever received? The, the thing that you opened on a Christmas morning that when you look back over your life, like that was the one that just had extra special punch to it. What was your favorite Christmas gift? Maybe you'd circled it in a Sears catalog and, and wished all December and November for it and it came true. Maybe for you it was one that you'd asked your parents for multiple years in a row and then you opened it up and there it was. Or maybe it was one of those gifts that you didn't notice at first under the tree. Sometimes those are the best ones and you open it up to your surprise and it was something so special or, or perhaps it was one of those gifts that you didn't really realize when you did open it how amazing it was but it turned out to be something significant for you over the years for you what was your favorite gift for me I was seven years old my younger sister and brother and I had been tearing through what seemed like a mountain of presents that Santa had left and we were all pretty satisfied at that point. We'd received a bunch of things we were excited about, but my mom, like she often does, indicated that there was one more present for each of us that we hadn't noticed. Sometimes the best presents go unnoticed at first. And so we each got a present in our hands and my sister proceeded to open a little doll. I don't even remember what my younger brother got because I opened the, the, the big one, the present that I had been hoping for, even though I never really thought it was going to happen. See, I'd been hoping for a Nintendo but I thought, you know, I don't think that's really something that my parents are gonna be able to get me and Santa for whatever reason just hadn't brought it the year before and so yeah, I was satisfied with what I'd gotten but I had this deep hope in the back of my mind and in my heart that I was going to receive a Nintendo. My parents handed me a box that I thought just might be the one. Now fortunately for us, my dad had his JBC running, his state-of-the-art 1980s camcorder technology. Check this out. Man, I played this Nintendo for so many hours. This was, without a doubt, one of the most exciting gifts I had ever received for Christmas. Actually, my brother and I, when we have the time and we're together, we'll still try to dust this thing off and blow out the cartridge of ice hockey or bases loaded and try to get it working and play it still. It still works. Actually, this ice hockey belongs to my friend Joel who lived two houses up. I borrowed it from you, Joel, about 30 years ago. If you want it back, you can have it. I'm sorry about that. But for you, what was your favorite Christmas present? Mine was this Nintendo. What was yours? I think that's one of the reasons, if we're honest, why we love Christmas so much. It's not just the season, but it really is the season where you get to receive gifts. I think the prospect of receiving something fun or surprising or something that you need is one of the reasons we love Christmas so much. I'm confident that's the reason why my kids are literally shaking with excitement about what's gonna happen Christmas morning because they know they're gonna be getting gifts. Now, I know we're taught as kids that giving is the reason for the season and you know what Christmas is about giving not receiving and we try to teach our kids that you know in, in your excitement to receive gifts make sure you realize that really Christmas is about giving which it is but just go with me for a second what if Christmas really actually is about receiving something 
What if the origin of Christmas and the original idea behind Christmas isn't about something we can give, but something we've been given? Tradition holds the reason we even exchange gifts at Christmas time actually dates back to this story we find in the Bible about these magi, or maybe you've heard of them as the wise men or the three kings. We don't know if there are three of them, but what we do know is this, that the Bible tells us that, that these magi traveled from the east in search of this promised Messiah they've read about in ancient scriptures, and they saw signs in the sky, a star, and it led them to find this Jesus. And when they found Jesus, they actually presented him with three gifts, gold, frankincense, and myrrh. These were incredible gifts, very illustrious gifts, and that's what the Bible records. And so many believe the reason we give gifts at Christmas time actually dates back to that event, that these wise men or these magi gave Jesus these gifts. However, don't miss the significance, what's really going on here with these magi giving gifts to Jesus. They were merely responding or saying thank you in realization of what they themselves had found and been given on that Christmas. You see, they realized that this Jesus is the gift and he is the one that's gonna change everything. When you read the nativity and you read the story the Bible records about the first Christmas, it's not unlike the excitement found when a little boy opens a Nintendo on Christmas morning. You see angels and magi and shepherds celebrating the announcement of the arrival of this king, this savior, who is the greatest gift that's ever been given. The scene we celebrate at Christmas, the nativity, is a scene about a gift. That's the reason for all the excitement. That's why the angels are singing. That's why the shepherds are celebrating. It's because they realize they've received the gift of salvation. This is the cause for great joy. This is the great news. This is the whole idea of Christmas. Christmas is the gift of Jesus. And if you look close under all the wrapping and all the stuff that comes with Christmas, the shopping, the trees, the food, the fun, all the other things that come with the Christmas season, if you look close, you'll find the greatest gift that has ever been given is wrapped in a manger in this scene, this manger scene, for us to open and receive. If you look close at the manger scene, you'll find that in this picture that you and I are so familiar with, it's actually wrapped in significance and it's already speaking about what Jesus came to do. The Bible tells us that Jesus was born in Bethlehem. Why is that significant? Well, Bethlehem's a city just outside of the city of Jerusalem. And the city of Bethlehem actually means house of bread. That's what Bethlehem's translated as. Jesus at one point later in his ministry, when he was heading toward the cross, said, I am the bread of life, and whoever comes to me and receives of me will have life and life to the full. And he actually one night took bread and broke it, and he said, this is my body broken for you, and whoever eats it will never hunger or thirst again. Jesus actually spoke about himself as the bread of life, that he came to be broken on our behalf. And it's significant that it happened in Bethlehem, that he was born there. It's already speaking about how he came to die and accomplish something on the cross. Then the Bible tells us that after Jesus was born, his parents wrapped him in cloths 
and they placed him in a manger. Now, a manger, sometimes we think of that as the actual stable. It's not, the manger is the feeding trough. It's the thing that the animals would eat out of. And now this is symbolic and significant, again, of what Jesus came to do. The fact that he was laid on a wooden cross later on to die for us. He was the sacrifice for our sins, that the Lamb of God, the Bible calls him, the pure sacrifice for the sins of the world, placed on a wooden cross. This feeding trough is already speaking to that and that they wrapped him in cloths. You can't miss the symbolism of how Jesus would later, after he died on the cross, the Bible tells us they took him off and they wrapped his body and prepared him for burial. I think it's so significant when you unpack the scene of the manger, even how the, the, the Bible tells us that the Magi came and presented him with gifts, the gifts of gold and then frankincense and myrrh. Did you know that those spices of frankincense and myrrh, perfume and spices were actually things used to prepare a body for burial? This is already speaking about what Jesus came to do. I think probably the most significant thing though, when you look at the whole picture of the manger and the nativity, a lot of the time we think that Jesus was born in a stable. That's what I think a lot of us think about when we think about the manger. But in fact, in Jesus's day, the animals were kept in a dugout on the side of a home. It wasn't in like a wooden stable like you think, it was more like a cave. Now just think about this, the Son of God emerged into history. He emerged and was given to us within a cave on a, on a night in Bethlehem. And then 33 years later, the Bible tells us after he died on the third day, he rose again out of what? A tomb, a dugout, a cave. Again, it's speaking about what Jesus came to accomplish. Here it is. Jesus is the great gift. He is the gift of life. Jesus once said, I have come that you would have life and life to the full forever and abundant life. This is why Jesus came. This is why he's the great gift. He's the gift of life, the gift of God's grace given to all of us. A guy named Paul put it this way. He said in Ephesians 2, as for you, you were dead in your transgressions and sins in which you used to live when you followed the ways of the world and the ruler of the kingdom of the air, the spirit who is now at work in those who are disobedient. All of us also lived among them at one time, gratifying the cravings of our sinful nature and following its desires and thoughts. Like the rest, we were by nature deserving of wrath, but because of his great love for us, God, who is rich in mercy, made us alive with Christ even when we were dead in transgressions. It is by grace you have been saved. And God raised us up with Christ and seated us with him in the heavenly realms in Christ Jesus, in order that in the coming ages, he might show the incomparable riches of his grace expressed in his kindness to us in Christ Jesus. For it is by grace you have been saved through faith. And this is not from yourselves. It is the gift of God. You see, Christmas is about receiving the gift of God. Christmas is not about what you can give. It's about who you have received. Christmas is about receiving. Have you received Jesus? He is the gift of salvation. Jesus is forgiveness. Jesus is mercy. Jesus is peace. Jesus is joy and hope. He is meaning. He is significance. He's purpose. Jesus is power. He is everything you have been searching for and dreaming for. Jesus is the great gift and he has been given to you. After all, the angel said, I bring you good news of great joy for all people, for unto you a savior has been born.